matter how high-tech, highfalutin, lazy, or foo-foo America gets, we will never stop hunting and fishing. This is The Hunting Quest. Hunting Quest. We take one hour of every week and talk about our favorite things in the world, hunting, hunting and fishing. And fishing. You'll get tips and help on the fishing environment locally in the DMV area. Plus, we're going to have fun along the way. This is The Hunting Quest. And now your host, Mike Tippett. What's going on, Mikey? Hey. Welcome back. Hey. I'll, I'll do a bit. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. It's Wednesday. I'm so, uh, Things are good. How are things with you? Living the dream. Yeah. Something like that. This is take two. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all the technical difficulties tonight. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, been a long, like, like we were, we're talking, talking, it's been a long week. Long been, couple of weeks. Yeah. Couple been of months couple for you. Months, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. So you were saying um, you're ready to get back out there and go duck hunting and ready to hit the, hit the blinds? No. No? I'm ready for the turkey woods. That's what I'm ready for. Uh, that I'm with you. I'm ready to chase some thunder chickens around the woods. That's uh, rivals duck hunting for me. I'm with you there. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, turkey season will be upon us in a couple of, what, a couple of weeks in certain states. Weeks, I think, yeah. So uh, Getting close. Yeah, for sure. Time to start patterning guns and getting all your calls and clothes and stuff set out and make sure you yeah. got everything for sure. Absolutely. And, um, uh, it's going to be a fun, fun year, I think for Turkey season. Oh, yeah. Um, James invited me out to go shoot some, some, well, try to shoot some turkeys out there in, uh, <laughs> the Shenandoah Valley. So that ought to be a freaking blast. I'm, yeah, I've never hunted awesome. Shenandoah Valley. So, um, definitely a treat there. I'm glad he offered it up and we'll go, Chase something through a holler. Oh yeah, Old oh, mountain bird. What you? Where you going at? I don't know yet. Um, around me in Maryland, I do a lot of public land. Um, it's you know, growing up in Missouri, hunting them in Missouri, it's all private land with you know a couple hundred acres, and you know where the birds roost because you've owned the farm for fifteen years and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, I like the challenge of not knowing the birds. Um, and not to mention, you know, the places I go, there's a lot of, um, photographers out. So they really, oh my, they're everywhere, everywhere. So those, I've those birds never had that problem. Oh my God. It's brutal. Those birds are so smart. Um, I mean, they fly down into, there'll be little pockets back in the wood of just swamps. Um, and they'll pitch down into that and they don't come out to fields. They'll sit there and strut back and forth in those little cuts in the woods and I mean, sounds like what a turkey, turkey would do. If you're not set, you know, in that 20 yard opening, you ain't going to see them. So are you allowed to scout on public land? Yeah. Like hard uh, depending. scout? Yeah, depending. Um, so we'll go down. Last year we went down and put a few birds to roost the night before, uh, like for the youth season and stuff. We went and roosted a couple um, and ended up paying off good with that. Um, but one of the other places I hunt, um, right down the road from me they don't allow any scouting yeah i've heard about that 
which is a real challenge. <laughs> I mean, you want a challenge. Go turkey hunt and not scout a minute before you walk I, out of the woods. I think that would just be a day of drinking. Yeah, that's about what it was. Um, that's what I did last year. Uh, opening day, I got drawn to hunt that spot. No scouting beforehand. And um, we got to the little check-in stand, whatever it was, an hour and a half before shooting light or whatever. Um and got to talking to some of the guys that worked there, and they're like, hey, man, you know, this is kind of where you need to be. Like, this is where we would go, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it kind of matched up with some of the stuff I had been scouting just on Onyx, um, just trying to find those saddles and find those, you know, creek bottoms and that kind of stuff and setting up on the you saddle. You do so much it. with Onyx, oh, man. It's incredible. Yeah. You see the, I mean, you see the water, the fields, yeah. the topography. You find that saddle, and, and man, I got to That can work against you, too, though. Oh, absolutely. Because, um, you have the best spots in the world, you know, on Onyx, and you're looking at it. And um, I won't say that I've ever done this, but I know people who have accidentally drifted onto other people's property. Oh. And um, with Onyx, it'll tell you very clearly <laughs> where yeah. that property line is. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's no guesswork in that one. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. G- Mr. Ward. I- yeah. Didn't say it there. My bad. Yeah, and I mean, that's why I like the Onyx, too, especially, you know, deer hunting, stuff like that. You can see and find the landowner and ask permission before you're going on to other people's property. And yeah, for sure. Avoid all those problems altogether. Yeah, definitely worth the subscription. Oh, yeah. I say and I do the, the pro every year since we're hunting, you know, Virginia, Missouri, Maryland, Kansas. Yep. Um, we've got another one that Travis was telling me to use for up in Canada. I forget the name of that one is, but it's a very similar thing. Shows you, you know, the map and all the people that own those um, grid squares and all that stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah. I'll be that'd be kind of cool though. I mean, a second one here soon. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised Onyx isn't up there yet. Yeah, me too. And um, and the one that's up there that they're using is not. It doesn't look good. nearly as user friendly as Onyx is. Uh, I mean, Onyx can be simple. Yeah, dude, my whole hunting camp—that's all we do. We'll mm-hmm. draw like maps as to where to, you know, draw like drive up to, and then get out of your, you know, whatever you're in, if it's a side by side or car or whatever, and walk from here and all that stuff. So, right, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And speaking of turkey hunting, what are you doing this weekend, Mike? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm getting right into it. Yeah. So. I'm headed to the NWTF uh, National Convention down in Nashville. And a lot of people say, you're not supposed to tell people when you leave your house. I promise you, (laughs) I have a really, really good person watching my house. And I have some freaking amazing neighbors who shoot first and ask later. (laughs) So uh, there's that. Um, Plus, you got to, you know, deal with a whole bunch of other stuff trying to get in my house. Good luck. Um, But no, I'm. Going down to the NWTF, I am super excited. We got a lot of cool things going on. Awesome. Awesome. I, yeah. I know I'm excited to get some of that footage back and get to editing that because I know you've got some pretty cool stuff lined up for while you're down there. I do. I don't um, know if you want to talk about it or not, but I'm leave it a mystery. No, I'm pretty excited. I can't keep it a secret. <laughs> um, so we got selected as one of the few people to actually go interview Sitka. Um, so our interview is on Friday. And if anybody wants to like send me a question, I'll try to work it in. We got uh, 30 minutes with them, which is surprising. 
Um, most of the time their interviews are five to 10 and they don't normally give interviews. So that's awesome. Uh, the fact we got selected is pretty cool. Uh, we'll definitely be able to put some, you know, good questions together and hopefully come away with a really good interview. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm really excited. And um, I don't think I've ever been more excited about an interview for <laughs> anybody except for Eddie Salter. Yeah. Um, that, well, that was... he's just, there's something about him, man. He is just, he is he's a good else. man. He is that's my, that, I mean, that's my childhood hero. Yeah. I mean, he is awesome. We, so we did, we went over with you the first day and talked to him. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was the second day I went up and uh, got some footage of his seminar, which is amazing. That guy um, knows more information just, about Turkey. I think he's a turkey. So many things that are just smart that you would never think of. Yeah. Um, and then the whole rest of the week that we were at the show, every time we walked past the booth, hey guys, how's it going? How are you today? Yeah. I mean, he's just such a nice guy. He is. And there's very few people that are, you know, as accomplished as he is, that are still humble and yep. I mean he just he doesn't care. He's he's, he's just a, a good old boy that likes to shoot turkey and he's yeah. damn good at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you ever follow him on Instagram, man, he's got some cool stuff over there. His memes that he comes up with, he goes, you know, is is that your property? Because if it is, you know, the one that's got like the four gobblers sitting out there, can I go hunt? <laughs> can I go hunt? <laughs> Just stuff like that. Uh, um, yeah, he's an amazing guy. Yeah, and his calls are top notch. Mm. Um, he's got... I think uh, one of these uh, aluminum box calls, and then he's got an aluminum slate claw, mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, slate call. Sorry, I can't talk today. Um, what's really cool about that is that you can actually take that in from, you know, that little aluminum box or slate call and call when it's wet. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you had a crystal call and it's wet, you ain't calling nothing. Yep. So, well, and he also had a. Um, and I ended up getting it from him. I bought like four things from him this weekend. It was bad. I, did too. I was spending too much money. Um, but he had another striker that's a, um, he said it was like a composite and fiberglass. Yeah. Um, that he said will call on any of the pot. Any surface. Rain. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I, I have some hot call that sucks. So I had to get yeah. a, I got a slate call in that little, um, oh, I forget what it's called. The little square one. It's real. Oh yeah. The. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, I, I have can't to go think look of the it name up. Of it. But I'm excited to use that on that public land where those birds are, you know, super pressured. That's yeah. I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to get in, be quiet, and just sit there and just be real soft. Yeah. Talk to them. If you're hitting it loud. Everyone it's... else is going in, screaming and running around yeah. the woods. Just go in, find a place to sit down. Yeah. Soft and, and that can work to your favor, though. Right. You know, let them go blow everything up. Yep. And... Hopefully you get them to come back to you, you know? Yeah. So it's a challenge. Um, it's fun. I think it's going to be a fun, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a challenge on public land for sure. But um, going back and looking at the national wildlife Turkey Federation and their conference, man, those, those folks really put it on. And for folks who don't understand how significant this group is, they have basically reintroduced turkeys to most of the states in the United States, we wouldn't have them without the National Wildlife Turkey Federation. So um, 
I strongly encourage you to go out there, donate, um, sponsor, whatever you can do. I think they've got a membership program for like 35 bucks. It's, you know, definitely worth it. Then uh, you get a little bit of discount if you go in and buy stuff from their website. So, and they don't pay us anything to, you know, say anything good about them. I've just always followed them, been a member and good stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we also have another interview that we're going to do down there. We, we kind of got one. Uh, I think you're still working on the edit from the great American outdoors show. And that was with catfish and Lacey with Nancy from Avula Safari. Yep. Um, so I'm going to run into Nancy down there and uh, we're going to talk shop a little bit more and um, get some more in depth. I got a lot of uh, questions people were asking about. So, um, definitely going to get her on a you know one on one if we get time with her, but yeah. she definitely wants to sit down and talk. Yeah, I, say, uh, I know so a lot that. of those people from the uh, Great American Outdoor Show here in Pennsylvania were going down to Nashville. I mean, I had yeah. tons of people like, "Oh, are you guys going down to Nashville too?" Yeah, no, I'm not. Mikey is. So you'll be down there. Yep. Uh, and um, the only people who I really wanted to see go down there, well, not the only people. I'm you know aside from the people we've already mentioned, but the one that I'm sad is not going to be there is flated. <laughs> They're not going to be there. Um, oh no. But I will tell you, I should be getting my blow up camper for my truck on Friday. Oh, hell yeah. That's fast. Yeah. That shipped real fast. Yeah. For a 50 pound item. Yeah. I'm really surprised. Yeah. My, so, I just got my uh, deck box in the other day. Dude, drawer system. So I have to ask you: Did you time lapse it? I didn't. I oh, so I hate you. I was going to right, so I pulled all of, pulled everything out, set it all out the way they tell you to, and I'm looking at the instructions, trying to figure it out. You know, kind of have an idea of what I'm doing before I just start diving into it. Yeah. And by the time I was like, "All right, let's start putting these bigger pieces together." You know, get everything set up and kind of. You know, you get bolts kind of half started and all this stuff, and you really start going into it. And man, it was dark outside. I was standing. I saw the pictures my bed with the headlamp. <laughs> I was in a bad, bad mood. Um, and I was like, "Man, I ain't taking a video of this. I'll get footage afterwards." I, I, I time lapse in this thing, and it's a good thing because I would have looked like an idiot. It took me, I think, four hours to do it. Um, I, but it's. It really is simple. Okay. There's just a lot of really big, heavy pieces that having someone else there with you would have made it a lot easier. Um, Dude, but, do you know where I live? You could come out here. Well, and so see, the other thing too was that shipped freight. And so I had this big six and a half foot pallet <laughs> sitting in my driveway. And I was like, dude, I have to get this in now so I can get this box broken down and this trash out of the driveway. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll figure it out. Just jumped into it and started doing it <laughs> man <laughs> see that's why you gotta have a tractor with forks on it well you know mikey when you live in a townhouse <laughs> yeah don't need <laughs> you one don't of those. get to have tractors <laughs> ah, i got you um but yeah dude that thing so do you like it oh god i love it all right i love it um i've been on the fence of getting one what are you drinking before i forget I am drinking uh, Stella. Stella, all right. Also, my computer just flashed for some reason. That was weird. All right. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, 
I'm drinking a Stone Fear Movie Lions FML. What? <laughs> it's a hazy double IPA. Oh, there you go. You know, I'm I, normally a Coors guy now, so loved, or Paps or something like that. But I loved IPAs for a while, and then I had yeah. one. Um, we were out in downtown Baltimore, and I had one, and the glass that it was served in still had soap in it. Oh, and it just ruined it. Like immediately, it just tasted like being a kid getting in trouble. My mom would put mouth or you know soap in my mouth. Uh, I was talking back to her and whatnot, and. Dude, now every time I drink an IPA, that's all I can think of. It just tastes like soap. That's terrible. Ruined it for me. Yeah, that's I not good. Them. Um, course banquets in the bottle. Oh yeah, that's my go-to. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't get the bottles around. I mean, James, um, who's with Wild Valley, he can get them. Mm-hmm. But uh, the only place I can find them around here is like Harris Teeter. Yeah. And uh, they'll they'll have them in occasionally, but. Well, anyway, so back to the deck. Yeah. I was like on the fence of getting one. And I kept saying, they take up a lot of room. Like I use the bed of my truck a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about that? So it does take up a lot. It cuts the depth of my bed probably in half. Um, but... So the thing, the reason I got one is I needed dry storage for the bed of my truck. Makes um, sense. You know, duck hunting out in the rain, even just running the boats up and down the river. All of our stuff is wet all the time. Um, and throwing that in the backseat of my truck every day, Mm-mm. my truck stank. The stuff was never really dried out, you know, because it's just sitting there locked up. And you got a nice truck. Yeah. And it, it just, t- hunting season, ruined. <laughs> Done. Um, but so... I wanted some kind of storage system in the back to keep my stuff dry. Um, and originally I was thinking kind of like the flated, but just a bed cover. Like for the camper back. shell. Yeah, a camper shell for the back. Um, but then my issue with that is living in a townhouse, if I need to put something really big in it, I don't have an area to take that off and put it somewhere. Yeah. Now with deflated, I could you know deflate it, throw it in the bag, and stack it up in the corner and be perfect. Yeah. Um, but... And then even just a regular, like, tonneau cover, if I wanted to put something big inside of it, you have to, you know, roll that up. All yeah, I got one of the flip-ups on mine now. Right. So if you want to put something big in it, it all your stuff's still wet. Yeah. It's still not dry. So with the decked, yeah, it's I think it's a little bit harder um, probably to tie stuff down to. But you can stack 2,000 pounds on top of it. Yeah. And they'll still slide. You know, you can put more without breaking it. But that's what'll keep it sliding the way it's supposed to. Gotcha. Which, that's more than. Dude, what you my put truck. a two thousand pounds on top of that, dude. I mean, that's more than what my truck's rated for. Right. So uh, that's never going to happen. Right. So really, then the only issue is getting it tied down to something. Which I've got the um, uh, little tie down brackets that go onto the top of it, so it still gives me tie down points for it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then I still have you know dry storage. I can put a kayak or whatever on top of it and just strap it down to the deck instead of tying it down. And I think you could probably reach the corners of the bed still, too, if you pop the corner covers off. Each corner has like a little um, yeah, like that. ammo can thing, they call it, so you can put stuff in there. Now, is that watertight, too, or not so much? So on their website, they say that it's not watertight. Every review that I've watched on YouTube and guys talking about it, they're like, dude, 
we've gotten inches of rain and there's like four drops of water inside the ambulance. <laughs> so like they're not marketed as watertight, but they're pretty damn near watertight. I guess. But yeah, I'm stoked for it. I've, I would I be love too. It. Love um, it. Reasonably priced. Yeah, they're not terrible. Yeah. Um, I think it was like 12, 13 by the time I got all the different accessories and everything I wanted for it. I got the slot so I can put my shotgun in and um, it came with some big like storage boxes in there, like kind of like big tackle boxes, um, which you can put, you know, whatever tools, ratchet straps, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's nice that I have a place now. I took my hitch out of the back of my truck and put it in there so I don't <laughs> kick my trailer hitch every time I'm walking around the backside of my truck. Dude, I've got a BMW uh, trailer hitch. And the greatest thing about that thing is you can fold it down and mm-hmm. push it underneath the truck. That is amazing. <laughs> so if you don't have a BMW hitch, I strongly encourage you to go get one. And they're lifetime warranty. Really? Yep. That I did. Um, mine, I can't get the pin out right now. Mm-hmm. So I called them. They said, if you send us a picture where you basically cut off the top of the ball and cut down the other side of it so they know it's destroyed, they'll send me a brand new one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just got to go get the oxycetylene torch out and go do it. And <laughs> I haven't had time to do that. So yeah, I'll come over with an angle grinder and we'll. We'll get after it. <laughs> <laughs> we need like two cutting discs and a case of cores, and we'll be all right. That's, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Let's see how it mounts up against hardened steel, right? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, um, we, uh, I, we we made it through the outdoor show, um, and I wanted to ask you, if you had to pick, like one thing that you saw the whole time uh, that you were just like, yeah, this is, this is the coolest thing ever. What would it be? Oh man. I don't, you know, it's a hard question. huh? I have two. There's a lot. Um, Yeah. Kind of put you on the spot. You really did. I think that camo that we looked at the one day that's uh, the owl camo. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because, um, yeah. you know, everyone's trying to do a timber pattern or a grass pattern. I feel like a lot of the camo companies are all really doing the same thing. Yep. Um, you know, there's a few variations within it, but for the most part, they're all the same thing, not modeled after animals, especially a ambush predator bird right. like that. You know, I think that's really interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. My two favorite were the bow sling, the spider yep. bow sling. That thing was sweet. Yep. And the other one that I really, really liked was obviously the flighted camp, uh, camper thing. Yep. Um, I said now, you bought one the first day we were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was so cool. Oh, and awesome. um, uh, Doyle's dad got one too so i'm I'm excited super excited to get it in so um yeah that one will uh i will do a time time lapse lapse on that one that one hopefully is a little bit easier yeah i hope so too (laughs) Uh, if it's not it's going back oh jesus um but no that bow that spider sling or i I 
I can't remember the name of it. I've got a card for the guy somewhere, but um, that thing was freaking awesome. Yeah, that, um, that was really, really cool. like that. Uh, and they're coming out with a bow knock type things or crossbow knock, so you can throw a crossbow on there, not just a compound. Nice. So that's gonna be cool. So, but, and a question for you. Yeah. So this year was your first year up at the Great American Outdoor Show. Have yeah. you been to Nashville? No. The, so same thing. Same thing. So we'll have to get a get a comparison of which one you think is, you know, kind of what you're expecting from Nashville versus, you know, it, Pennsylvania. Here's, I know the night before you were like, "What? So what all do they have? I've never been here." We're like, "Mike, right. it's it's crazy." And, and you like, can't you're explain gonna it. Going to be lost. Yeah. And you're like, "What? No, it can't be that big." The first day we walked in, you were like. I'm going to be lost. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. Somebody else is driving. (laughs) It's bad. Yeah. It was crazy. If uh, Nashville is the same way. Yeah. Um, It's at the Gaylord. um, If you've never been there, that place is absolutely insane. Um, We were there for a wedding reception, and we've been there a couple other times. So it's absolutely beautiful it's got a like this huge garden in the middle of the you know some atrium garden thing it's it's amazing but uh yeah they the ryman uh conference center Mm -hmm. is where they're hosting it but they've got like a pub crawl they've got goodness what else they have Um, auction they've got a dinner for the sponsors you know all that stuff so it's pretty cool yeah. Um, I I look forward to see which one's better. I think it's going to be kind of a hard one because this is strictly turkeys, right? Right. So we'll see. Yeah, I bet it's still still pretty impressive. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, for sure. I'm really excited to see see the footage we get back and yeah, get edited for all the YouTubes yep. and Instagrams and yeah, all that kind of fun stuff. Um. Oh. You know what? I was sitting here thinking, and you know, I was like flated and the spider bow thing. But you remember the RV folks, the X grid yes. campers? Yes. I think they were. They were up there. Yeah, they that were was, up there. They were pretty cool. So I had gone over um, to get the interview, um, and the CEO, which I his name slipped in my mind now, Lauren. There. Lauren. Um, Lauren Walker to um, oh, I'm terrible with names. That's why we call everyone Greg when we duck hunt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we we're looking at him. I went over there and we we're looking at him. Um, and the guy that actually builds them um, was standing there and he was kind of talking me through it and going over the, you know, all the different features and everything on it. And everything is just so it's laid out in such a good, intelligent way. Yep. You know, everything's easy to get to. There's plenty of fuel storage, all the, you know, extra storage. Um, the roof has, you know, racks and everything on it. You can walk on it. I mean, everything about it is just really, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were they were up there, too. On- I was dead set on getting some type of, like, RV camper thing. And um, mainly because we have two 
dogs and trying to figure out a place to stay with pets is mm-hmm. rough. And I, I don't know. I just kind of looked at it a lot of different ways. And then I saw that thing. <laughs> so we're going to work with Lauren, try to take one out, see what we think. And uh, he's, he's an amazing guy. First and foremost, he's out in Las Vegas, but um, I know that he's looking to expand into some other areas think it's in tennessee Mm -hmm. yeah so um pretty excited about that um i'd forgotten all of not really forgotten but i you know as far as items that i saw up there that was that was one of those it was like yeah this is this is pretty cool yeah so definitely impressive yeah and we've got a short interview with them uh you know, kind of uh, up on Instagram right now. So if you're interested, go take a look at that. You can see a, a 10 second clip of one of the two. Um, but uh, I know that Catfish and Lacey went over there to go talk to them. You went over to go talk to them. We had a lot going on. So I don't know if we actually got a full interview with them or not, but I know they were interested in coming on the podcast. So we're definitely yeah. going to do that. Yeah. No, that'd be a good time. Yep. Those guys are all super cool too. So Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Um, awesome. So we're getting kind of close to time, but I, yeah. I wanted to ask a couple of things of you. So, oh boy, nah, not a big deal. <laughs> uh, I won't put you on the spot like I, I normally would, but um, so the late season goose. Yep. It's closeout date is what? Do you know? I think it's this weekend. This weekend. That's what I thought. I believe. Yeah. And y'all aren't guiding for that, right? No. All right. Um, no. But after that, that's it for waterfowl and goose. Right? They're all waterfowl. Yep. For a while. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, we're done. I'm done at least until um, September. I'll be going up to uh, Saskatchewan with the Wild Valley to work up there. So I'm done I think until that's gonna September. Be cool. um, other than, of course, you know, we'll have – blinds to work on and brush to throw on blinds and stuff down in Virginia this year. But um, that won't be till later summer when it's a little nicer to be outside on a boat. Yeah. That's, that's when you want to be out there. Right. Yeah. Be out yeah. there and be comfortable. Not and stretching through mud. <sighs> yeah. Um, no, it's fun. No, it's cool. <laughs> and um, I think by September of this year, you'll be sitting there saying, man, it's time to go. Oh, by You'll be doing that like by month. April or May. Yeah. 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 Come <laughs> April, I'll be like, man, I can't wait to duck hunt. Yeah. I miss it so bad. But yeah, no, I, I need February and March to not think about it as much yeah. as I can. <laughs> so, as a public service announcement for those of you who are done waterfowl hunting, clean your freaking duck calls and goose calls. Absolutely. Clean them. Absolutely. I mean, they're an investment. They're, you know, once you start getting up into the, you know, especially the high dollar acrylic calls, take care of them. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah. Take care of them and they'll last you a lot longer. Oh, yeah. You know, clean them out. And I always joke that uh, my call doesn't sound right unless it has little pieces of chocolate donut in it. (laughs) But um, (laughs) that's what you tuned it for. Right. That's how I tune it. Um, I add that. I add that into the tune. It's the little little chocolate donut crumbles. (laughs) Um, but no, we, we'll be in the blind and we'll joke about that. And then, I mean, within five minutes, I'm 
pulling it apart and running paper towels through it to get it cleaned out. And right. It, they were Unlike other people, people that you know, Travis. Oh, my God. Uncle Trav Trav does not clean his freaking calls. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It's gross. Do, does um, Little D clean his? Uh, I think Probably he does not. a little bit. Um, you know Wiener I know, doesn't. I know Wiener doesn't. Oh. Uh, so like the, I think it was the November split this year. Uh, we're in the blind and I had made breakfast for everyone and he, <laughs> Wiener goes to put syrup all over his pancakes and missed and it ran straight down <sighs> the opening of his call. I mean, oh. filled his call to the brim with maple syrup. And so he pulled it apart, and we're kind of trying to wipe it down, and we're cracking open bottles of water because it's sticking, and it's just – it was a mess. Yeah. And through late December, I'd grab that call because I liked I liked the way that one sounded. Um, and it would taste like maple syrup. Oh, God. You'd blow it and get done and kind of lick your lips after you're done, and it was sweet. It's the maple syrup. It was syrup sweet, call. like maple syrup. I'm like, dude – your call still tastes like maple syrup. Go clean this thing. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's terrible. Part of, the, part of the tune. We tuned it yeah. with the uh, maple syrup. My <laughs> maple syrup tune, especially for him. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Take care of them. I mean, they're yeah, they're not cheap. Unless you got money so to throw away. So next week we'll try to do a real quick one on the hump day with the hunting quest. Um, do a quick demo on how to keep them clean. Yeah. How you want to store them? Um, I'm going to hold you accountable for that one. Right on. Yeah, I'll get the stuff, get cool. everything in order to do that. And, uh, and then we also got a um, couple of requests uh, on top of the National Wild Turkey Federation uh, to go on different podcasts and have some folks on. A um, little bit behind, but I'm going to get the schedule posted. Uh, we have a ton of people after the show that really want to come on. So uh, going to probably throw that up on the website and that's the huntingquest.com and the we'll kind of you know do a little bit better a uh, job saying hey look this is what's coming up so you know instagram and youtube and all that stuff facebook and uh let you know who's coming on and what's going on but i got this one today from um buzz hunting and they want to they want us to go over there okay. which is cool yeah and then um, we're going to reciprocate and have them come over here. So awesome. that ought to be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see things kind of growing. Yeah. And uh, before I mean, you know, we'll about. be shooting some connections and, yeah, you know, making friends that have similar passions. And that's why we do it. That's it. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of things on the rise. And, um we got some cool shirts. If uh, anybody's interested in a new shirt, uh, shoot me an email and uh, we'll try to get you something out. Uh, but that's kind of everything I wanted to cover. What about you? I think that sums it up. Cool. That's about it. Yeah. I kind of like this. I'm glad we got this working. Yeah. This nice little 30 minute one. That's, that's nice on the way. goes by quick, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. These are nice. Um, all right. Well, with all of that, Hopefully, we'll see you at the National Wild Turkey Federation Conference down in Nashville. And if we, if you do, come by and say, hey, we don't have a booth, but um, you can look for me in a shirt kind of like this, you know, Hunter Orange. Um, I will not ever call this Tennessee Orange because I'm an Alabama fan. 
That's what uh, it is. It's Hunter Orange. Mm-hmm. So, um, other than that, I uh, appreciate everybody listening. And um, Bennett, you gonna send us home? We'll see y'all next time. All right. <laughs> Keep it simple. All right. See y'all. You've been listening to the Hunting Quest. No matter how crazy, high tech, or lazy the rest of the country gets, we will always be hunting and fishing. If that's you, you've found your new family. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. Reach out to us by email at info at thehuntingquest.com. And check us out on Instagram and YouTube at The Hunting Quest. See you next time.